You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi again, everybody. Welcome to this final edition of Jumping the Gun. It is brought to you by Patterson Square Garden with uh, Daniel Shabazi and I'm Derek Gunn. It has been a long, winding road to get to this point, to get to Super Bowl 56 between the Los Angeles Rams and the unexpected Cincinnati Bengals. Um, but before we dive into the Super Bowl, Daniel has been waiting with bated breath to rub it in my face about the overall season series from the regular season through the playoffs. So I'm going to give you your moment in the sun. Go right ahead. All right. Well, it's nice. I mean, last week, let's just go back last week first. Uh, we both went one and one uh, or two weeks ago, I should say. Um, we both put, picked the Chiefs. We were both wrong. And we both picked the Rams and we're both right. But like you said, I'm going to rub it in a little bit. This year, I got you. Last year, I thought I got you. Um, after doing uh, the math, I, I lost to you last year. But this year, I went 183 and, and 101 in my picks. You went 176 and 108 in your picks. Still, both of us well over 500 uh, in a year, another year. I mean, last year we had this too, where we dealt with COVID all year. Uh, didn't know when players were going to play. Um, injuries all across the board in the NFL. And we were well over 500. So I think that's an accomplishment. But it's more of an accomplishment for me. Because I win. <laughs> so I'm going to take my victory lap. Uh, I'm going to relax this summer. Um, kick my feet up. Enjoy the championship. Uh, parade down the streets. So uh, I, I'm, I'm going to bask in it a little bit. Here's the way you should look at this. You should think of this as me giving you your birthday gift and Christmas gift all rolled up into one. 
That's the way you should should look at this and, and savor the moment. You might even want to frame it because I don't know if it'll ever happen again. So I just want you to make sure you have this memory <laughs> in your life when you're old and gray to tell your grandchildren that you actually beat D-Gun one season in your life predicting games. Oh, no. Th this is the new normal now. Just like, uh, uh, unlike, I mean, Doug Peterson said a few years ago that, that this was going to be, championships were going to be the new normal in Philadelphia. Doug Peterson was wrong. I'm right. This is this that was, is how that this, turn this out is for the you. new normal for for me. So for our listeners, this is what you should expect coming uh, this next season and the season after that. We're just we're, we're we're keeping it going for the next few years here. Well, see, the first mistake you was you made was uh, quoting a, a statement from the Philadelphia Eagles and Doug Peterson. The second mistake you made was already making future predictions which you are going to have to eat those words <laughs> in the very near future so that's why i said enjoy this savor this frame I, I this knew doug, tell I your knew doug peterson was talking about a few years ago that whole speech uh, okay. he, was he was talking about me <laughs> philadelphia we're all late to find to figure this out it, it, he was he was very ahead of his time uh but hey here we are champions again <laughs> I can't I can't say anything. I I take my defeat with a bitter pill. I'm humbled by the moment. This is your moment. You have an entire season, uh, entire off season to savor this moment. Sprinkle a little seasoning on it. Put some Montreal steak sauce on it. Uh steaks uh you know seasoning on it. Uh, a little garlic salt. Add a little uh, a little old bay hey, if you want to. Secrets now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, hey, but I didn't say where I used them. I just said sprinkle it on your this win of yours and put it on the grill and enjoy what you I cook. Will. Because next year it's gonna be a bitter taste, my friend. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. We'll see when it comes to, to next year. Okay, so now we are down to the final game of the 2021 season. It is Super Bowl 56, as I said off the top of this podcast. The Los Angeles Rams uh, were somewhat favored to get here. Um, people during the season expected the Rams, um, you know, to be a, a, a serious contender. And then, of course, uh, they added uh, the likes of Vaughn Miller uh, to that team. Then they had Odell Beckham Jr. to that team. And, of course, the uh, probability of them uh, getting there increased a little bit. The Cincinnati Bengals, on the other hand, were considered a long shot at best. This is a team that just two years ago was 2-14, and 14, and they turned the season around. And I look at how they got here. It is a phenomenal story. Uh, Joe Burrow, in just his second year of the NFL, has arrived. He is not still a work in progress. He has arrived. Uh, you look at some of the things he did in the playoffs never lost his poise took a beating kept on ticking and willed his team to a help will help will his team to a win i can't say enough about what joe burrow did to help get his team to this point this guy just wins wherever he is i mean uh you see that that um that clip circulating uh, from when Joe Burrow was in LSU and he gets hit. Uh, I forget what team is against. Oh, yeah. And they said that this was the moment that changed pretty much Joe Burrow's career going forward. He hadn't. He he then went on to never lose another game at LSU. He comes to the NFL. Obviously, last year he gets hurt, but uh, his first full season, <laughs> this guy leads the the Bengals to the playoffs, the division title, and. 
knocks off, goes upset for upset. Just he takes down Tennessee in Tennessee. Um, wins, I mean, in the wild card weekend, they, they were favored, but uh, beats the Raiders. Um, and then goes into Kansas City, where neither of us saw that coming. Um, goes into Kansas City and gets a win in one of the most hostile environments. And not only did he get the win, he called a shot. He said that uh, <laughs> that Arrowhead wouldn't be as loud as any of the uh, SEC colleges that he had been to, which is a wild yeah, thing yeah. to say. Going into a huge playoff game against a Super Bowl champion uh, a couple years ago, this guy, I mean, the confidence he has is, I, I haven't seen it in a young quarterback in years. I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever seen it. Even in Mahomes, Mahomes got got shown up a little bit in his first playoff experience because Tom Brady kind of put him in his place uh, in that AFC Championship game a few years ago. But this guy, Joe Burrow, nothing scares him. Um, which is why, I mean, the... Uh, I was going to mention the Rams are the four-point favorite in this game. And again, we have a, another game where the uh, we have a, a, a team playing the Super Bowl at home. But I'm taking the Bengals in this game because I can't... What? I, what? I, I'm not... I'm done betting against Joe Burrow. Like, I can't... I can't... I mean, you can't tell me that, that the Rams are a, a worse matchup for them than the Chiefs were. <laughs> I mean, their their defense, their no, defensive, no. their defense was playing great when uh, when they went against the Bengals, and they, the Bengals found a way to get it done. The Bengals' defense wasn't a great matchup for the Chiefs' offense. They still found a way to get it done. I think Joe Burrow's confidence is contagious on that team, and I think somehow, I mean, I, I like both of these teams. I, I I wouldn't be disappointed if either of them won. Uh, I would like to see Matt Stafford get his first Super Bowl. And um, Odell Beckham, of course, uh, getting out of that situation in Cleveland. But I think the Bengals win the game. I've been thinking about it all week. I've been going back and forth. But I really like this Bengals team. Uh, They're very easy to root for. Uh, So I'm going with the Bengals. For me, it comes down to which Cincinnati offensive line shows up. The offensive line that allowed Joe Burrow to be simply tattooed in Tennessee You know, he was sacked nine times, but he was hit over 20 times. Or the offensive line that showed up and protected Joe Burrow 100% better against Kansas City. Now, the Tennessee defensive front is pretty good. Good enough to get to Joe Burrow nine times. Uh, Kansas City's defensive front, uh, while porous for much of the season, got a lot better in the latter stages of the season. But I'm looking at this Rams defensive front with Vaughn Miller coming from one side. Uh, you got, you know, Aaron Donald arguably uh, could be the MVP of this Super Bowl 56 coming from a different directions. They're going to line him up, up all over. You look at the linebackers they have. You look at some of the dif- defensive personnel. Overall, the Rams are much de- better defensive personnel than the previous two teams they face. You got Jalen Ramsey on the back end. I can't wait <clears throat> to see that matchup between Jalen Ramsey and Jamar Chase. That's going to be a matchup everybody's going to watch and talk about throughout the course of the game. Social media will be blowing up about Jalen Ramsey if he is bird-dogging Jamar Chase the entire game. And because the Rams are playing this game in their backyard, even though they are the visiting team, the Rams know. See, every every stadium 
you know, has like a soft spot, a tricky spot in the turf, you know, that, that, that the home team knows about. And I'm sure SoFi Stadium has a couple of those spots somewhere in that turf. You know, the, the Cincinnati will have to get used to. The Rams know. You know, the angle of the sun, you know, uh, when the game's at a certain point, you know, it'll be 6.30 here, but 3.30 out there. So the sun will still be up, shining through that glass at, at SoFi Stadium. Um, I, I just I just think Sean McVay has, has fallen short a couple of times now in the last couple of years when a lot of people thought he had a team that could get to the Super Bowl. Now that he's here and the, and the Rams sold the farm, they basically pulled a New England Patriots in terms of they didn't care about future draft picks. They didn't care about building a team for the future. They quickly built this team to win now. It, it started with getting a Jalen Ramsey uh, uh, a couple of years ago. And then it um, added with, with the Vaughn Millers and the Odell Beckhams. They sold their future to win now. And now they're in a prime position to hoist that Lombardi trophy. I think it's going to be an entertaining game. I honestly believe it's going to be similar in the sense that Cincinnati is going to fall behind by double digits as they did in Tennessee, as they did in Kansas City. And then they're going to make a late rally and make it an exciting game. But I don't think Cincinnati right now will be able to get over the hump against this Rams team in the Rams backyard in Super Bowl 56. So you mentioned the the fact that Joe Burrow got got sacked nine times and knocked down twenty times in the in that Tennessee game. Sure, the Bengals won that game. <laughs> yes, they did. And, and, and yes, they did. And I give him his I give him yeah, his props. Yes, he did. Um, honestly, nine sacks. I don't see the Rams sacking him more than nine times. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't either. But I think they'll get enough pressure on him to make him do some things with the ball a little bit sooner than he wants a- to. Absolutely. You look at his Rams defense. They're fast. They're physical. They're lateral pursuit sideline to sideline. I think Joe Mixon is going to have a big game for Cincinnati. He does so many things so well out of the backfield, not just running the ball, but catching the ball and even stepping up in a hole and picking off a blitzer. I think Joe 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 um, Mixon is going to be a big factor in this game. I think it's a detriment for the Rams that Tyler Higby is not going to play in this game. He's out for this game. The tight end, he's he's Matthew Stafford safety valve. Well, they're both missing I think their, that their starting tight end. Yes, they're both missing starting tight ends. And, and I just think when you look at when you look at the speed across the board on this field, you know you you look at what. Uh, the Rams have. You start with Cooper Cup. I don't care if you put, put five men on Cooper Cup. You're not going to stop him. He's going to get his catches. The guy had 20, he had 25 catches in three playoff games for over 300 something yards in three playoff games. Okay. Um, then you added the Odell Beckham, who had more touchdowns in a short amount of time with the Rams than he did for much of the season in Cleveland. And then his young kid, Van Jefferson, is really coming on. You know, sometimes he only gets one or two targets, but usually they're big catches Mm -hmm. in strategic situations. Then you look at what Cincinnati have. They have Jamar Chase. They have uh, T. Higgins. They have Tyler Boyd. Three guys that get separation as well. I think it's going to be bombs away. I think somebody, I think there's going to be a series where somebody's going to score in less amount of time than it takes to sing the national anthem. (laughs) Because somebody... Some defense is going to get caught napping on the back end, and somebody's going to get burned in this game. I think you're going to have a deep shot somewhere where somebody gets burned. It may have one, you know, it may happen more than once in this game. 
Um, I, I cannot wait to see it. It's an intriguing matchup, um, a matchup nobody really expected, but the storylines are endless in this game. I'm glad you brought up Joe Mixon because he's going to play the biggest part in in protecting Matt Stafford, uh, not Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow, in my opinion, um, because of that run game. If they can get that run game going and slow the, slow down that pass rush a little bit uh, and make them respect the run and, and let Joe Burrow operate off of the play action, that's going to be the key for them. Outside of, obviously, we haven't mentioned this yet, which Matt Stafford is going to show up in this game. Is it going to be the Matt Stafford that, that led the league in interceptions? Or is it going to be the Matt Stafford that, that got them to this point in the Super Bowl? Um, I think Matt Stafford, he, he's been playing against against good defenses. He played against the Niners um, last week and, and the Tampa, Tampa the week before that. He played great in those games. I mean, he had some fumbles against Tampa Bay, but for the most part, he, he played great. The the tip pass in San Francisco, the tip passes can always be weird. But I think the fact that Cincinnati's defense isn't that great, Matt Stafford might be taking be willing to take some more risks than he has uh, this last couple weeks, and that could end up costing him. So you, you don't know which Matt Stafford is going to show up. At the end of the day, I trust Joe Burrow more than I, than I trust Matt Stafford, even though I've loved uh, Stafford all year. This is a weird one. I, I don't know. I, I, I would feel way more confident. I, something about this Rams team, I've been confident in them all year. But the fact that there's so, like, a lot of people are, are, fa- are favoring them, I don't know. Their, their run game hasn't really been uh, what it was early in the regular season with Daryl Henderson. They're very reliant on the pass. And if Matt, the, if Matt Stafford isn't on, his, on point this game, they, that's a dangerous team to, to give the ball to with a short field. When I look at Cincinnati's defense, I think of the word opportunistic. It's an opportunistic defense. It's not a shutdown defense. It is a defense that has its flaws. You know, it is not a defense that is the equivalent of what the Rams faced against Tampa Bay or the Niners in terms of being able to move pieces around, being stout against one, um, and just being a physical defense from start to finish. I don't see that in Cincinnati. I think the Cincinnati defense is a defense that makes that makes a name for itself by capitalizing on mistakes. And you're right. Matthew Stafford, career-wise, has been known to make a mistake at the most inopportune time. But I think Sean McVay is smart enough to realize after analyzing all the game film of Matthew Stafford, even in the playoffs more so than anything else, I think he's going to put him in a position uh, so that he can minimize those mistakes. And if it's dinking and dunking his way down the field for the most part, um, he'll do that. You know, the, the Rams use the run to set up the pass. They've got some good running backs. They use the run more so to set up the pass than anything else. And I just think in this particular case, you know, uh, Sean McVay has that playoff experience. Zach Taylor has done a great job getting Cincinnati to this point. He's an up-and-coming head coach who's done a phenomenal job with what he has. Uh, It's going to be great strategy across the board from these two teams. Um, But but again, you you cannot sway my opinion on this one. (laughs) I don't care what you say. You cannot sway my opinion. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Rams are favored by four. I'm going to take the Rams and the points in their backyard. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I honestly can't blame you. If you asked me two days ago, I probably would have taken the Rams. 
something about this, this Bengals team. Um, I, I just don't feel right picking against them. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just looking forward to a really good game. I think this is going to be a really fun game, a uh, very fun Super Bowl, unlike the last one the Rams played in. Um, so I, I think we're going to get a lot of fireworks. The offense is going up and down the field, some big defensive plays. Uh, like you said, this this Bengals team uh, isn't the best defense, but they're opportunistic, which leads to a fun game. They, they make these crazy plays. Mike Hilton makes these tip pass interceptions that are crazy. Um, they, they get a lot of sacks. Trey Hendri- uh, I think Trey Hendrickson is healthy enough to play, right? I believe yeah, so, yes. I mean, and he's a huge, he's been a huge help for them this year uh, coming from New Orleans. Uh, I'm just rooting for a good game at the end of the day. Uh, I like both of these teams. Uh, I just think the Bengals end up winning it. Uh, yeah, can't wait. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So you, you're taking the Bengals to cover the spread. And I'm taking sense, and uh, and I'm taking the Rams with the points to pull well, this I'm thing taking, off. No, I'm taking the Bengals outright to win the game. So I, I mean, outright yeah, to win. So, okay. Um, yeah. You, so you're taking the Rams with the points. Um, well, yep. it's possible. I mean, like you said, it, it could be a situation at the end where the the Bengals need a touchdown because they're down four points and they they can't get that that uh, that last touchdown on their comeback. All right, so more so than the game itself. When you talk about a Super Bowl Sunday, everybody is it, it, for everybody it's all about the feast, <laughs> the pregame meal. So so will you and your brother Elvin, uh you guys having people over? Are you grilling out? What are you doing? Having to select a few people over, you know, just just the the elite in our friend group. Um and just going with the classics, pizza and wings probably. Um, you can't beat that for Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I know you probably have some crazy extravagant uh, platters uh, <laughs> set out for, for for you and your family, but um, we keep it uh, we keep it simple over here. See, you guys order already pre-made food in my house. We roll up our sleeves and we do it ourselves. So I got four racks of ribs on the smoker, even as we speak. And uh, tomorrow, I'm going to uh, grill on my black Weber grill with charcoal. I'm going to grill chicken breast and chicken thighs to add to it. My wife is making her mac and cheese, and she's going to make a potato salad as well. And so we're going to feast like, I wouldn't say kings, like, like more like court jesters. But we're going to feast tomorrow. And then I'm going to kick back with the fireplace going and, and enjoy a quiet time. <laughs> uh, see, at our church... At our church, they're having this big chili cook-off, yeah. right? And so everybody's going to come and, and prepare their chilies and let people sample their wares. So the pastor of my church, um, T.J. Harris, he says, Gunner, you coming to the chili cook-off, right? I said, uh, no, Pastor, I won't be making it. He goes, why? I said, well, here's the thing. In years past, when I've allowed my wife to con me either to hosting a Super Bowl party or going to somebody's Super Bowl party, um, people talk throughout the whole game you don't oh, get to hear the brutal. game you don't get to hear the announcers you don't get to see the halftime show you know and, and it's the last game of the season and i said pastor i told my wife weeks ago don't make any plans to do anything uh so just my oldest daughter my granddaughter and my son-in-law coming over nice quiet environment um i want to i don't want to talk through the whole game i want to sit and watch the game i want to listen to the announcers i want to i want to see the commercials i don't even get to see yep. the commercials anymore daniel because i'm always at a super bowl yep. party i you know and a lot of them are bad commercials but i just want to sit 
and watch the Super Bowl mm-hmm. commercials. That's it. That's all I want to do. Watch a game. <laughs> watch the halftime show. You got a halftime show with Dr. Dre, Eminem. Uh, uh, Mary J. Blige. Who, who else? Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Mary J. Blige. Kendrick, I want to yeah. watch the halftime show. I got to see it all. I want to soak all oh, the festivities I'm right in. there with you. I, Super Bowl parties, they're they're fun if it's if it's done right. But I've been to one too many one too many Super Bowl parties where I can't I can't hear the uh, halftime show. I missed Bruno Mars' yes. halftime show when he when he performed oh. one of the best halftime shows ever. And I, and they they switch. I think they switched the channel or something. I, I don't know what happened. I'm like. No, what happens? I see it on the screen. I see Bruno Mars going crazy, doing his James Brown impression with his uh, his dancing, and it's mute. I can't hear. I can't hear. All I just see is Bruno Mars going crazy, and I can only imagine how good the show is. So I was like, you know what? That's it. I can't do it anymore. I'm just. I'm going home. If I have to watch this by myself, I'll do it. I don't. I don't need to say a word. The whole game. Just. I'm just there to absorb what's happening. Hey, well, enjoy the food, the football game, and the festivities, my yes, friend. Yes, sir, you too. And again, kudos to you on a great season. You beat me fair and square. Well, we don't know if it was fair <laughs> and square. We still don't. I'm going to have a, an independent auditor check your books just to be sure. And if I find out there was some 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 funny business going on with the numbers, I will call you out on social media, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. I will taint your good name across social media platforms. So you better hope those books are in order. But uh, all seriousness, it's been a lot of fun going back and forth, looking at games. And hopefully we do it again in 2022. Yes, sir. And uh, at the end of the Super Bowl, I'm going to also have my Gatorade shower and uh, and be covered in confetti with for my championship, too. So, uh, But no, in all seriousness, I, I appreciate this year again. Um, this is a lot of fun. I look forward to it every week. Um, thanks to everybody that listens. Um, we'll see you next year. All right, so for Daniel Shabazi and I'm Derek Gunn, this has been the Super Bowl edition of Jumping the Gun. Uh, We'll see who's smarter, Daniel or myself, come Super Bowl Sunday. Until next time, so long, everybody. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.